Welcome to the Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about real life, about how to banish overwhelm and perfectionism, and about how to cheerfully manage life and our people. I'm your host, Misty Winkler, second generation homeschooling mom of five. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com about homemaking, homeschooling, and doing life cheerfully. And I'm also author of the new book, How to Use a Planner Without Wasting Time. You can find it on Amazon or at my site, simplyconvivial.com. Today, I have part two of my conversation with Ashley Weaver. Ashley is a former English teacher and a current homeschool mom of three elementary-aged kids. She shares about her favorite biblically-based Charlotte Mason-inspired homeschool resources and tips on her YouTube channel, Joyful Noise Learning. Ashley loves to make people laugh and inspire them to live life from the joy of Jesus among the noise in home and homeschooling. In our first episode, we talked about handling life when we feel scattered. And she mentioned that she had three practices that she does when she feels scattered. In episode one, we covered her first tip, which was time blocking. And today we have this other two practices. I'm excited to dig into those with you now. I call myself an easily distracted homeschool mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I probably self-diagnosed ADHD, but I have never been clinically diagnosed, but I call, I call it easily distracted. So as someone who's easily distracted, when you add distractions in, it, it doesn't help at all. It is like the, the most worst thing <laughs> that you could do when you're feeling scattered. So one of those big things is the phone. And, and I know we all have that and that's just an easy distraction that's there. So setting timers on my phone, do, do I listen to them every day though? <laughs> Not always. I try. I'm like 15 more minutes, 15 more minutes phone. Just, that's it. But, <laughs> but putting away that phone and a lot of that is like my homeschool block. I know we get a lot more done and focused time when my phone is even, isn't even with me. Mm-hmm. I can put it in my room not even have it near me. And it's just hard because, you know, it's just a habit. It's just always there. Mm -hmm. But putting away those distractions where you're looking at other people and you're seeing what they're doing and you can easily just think, oh, I'm not doing it like she is. So I'm getting distracted thinking, oh, I'm I'm stuck in those thoughts of, yeah, I'm not good enough and all those things. Yeah, that's, that's, that's always not fun. But the less you're on that social media, the more you're focused on what's right in front of you and your kids and your home, your work that God has given you, then you'll feel a little less scattered because you're focused and and you can put those away and they they won't distract you anymore, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was reading a book, I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, called Traction. But he started off by saying distraction. You know, pointing out that connection in the words, which is there. And it's like, what? why have I never noticed that before? But distraction means you have no traction. It's it's taking away from your traction in your real life. Whoa. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I need to write that down somewhere. I don't have (laughs) any sticky notes. I'll have to remember it. (laughs) No traction. Oh, because it's distraction. That's amazing. That's so good. Yeah. 
the, you know, I got off social media about two years ago now, almost two years. And I remember that. I remember your post. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you're a dynasty. But I saw you an email and yeah. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. It, It was amazing. Just the pull that was still there for so long. And it wasn't even... Like I, I knew that the posts, like seeing other people's things and being distracted by what other people are doing was a big thing, but also just the actual action of scrolling, I realized was a distraction because after I got rid of Instagram, I actually didn't have anything to scroll. (laughs) I'm like, I just want to zone out. Like, even if it's I, I did a little bit of like news headlines and like, that's almost even oh. worse to scroll. <laughs> yes. like, I'm missing oh, yes. just being distracted by little tiny thing after little tiny thing. And it took a while, but my atten- like my ability to read <laughs> a long sentence was increased after I stopped practicing scrolling and distraction and practice that attention like you were talking about earlier, where attention is something we're supposed to be teaching our kids, but it might be something we need ourselves too. Yes. Yes. All that attention. And I noticed, yeah, the same problem is the more I'm on a social media platform scrolling, the less I'm able to read. Like the the sentence, I, my eyes just dart over the page and I have to bring it back and oh, it's so frustrating when that happens. So I do make sure I read every day still to and oh, I haven't even joined TikTok. I was like, <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that. You, you other people, you can have your TikTok. I don't mind my Instagram. I'm off Facebook except for for groups, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Setting those parameters. So you put your phone away during school hours. Is that what you were saying? Yes, I I did set a timer or I set focus time. So I work. Okay. Fo- I called it work. I wasn't labeled school, but. From 9 a.m. to 1, noon or 1, it's just all the apps that I don't need are off. I only have certain text messages that come through. My right. poor husband, though, I feel so bad. You got to make sure your husband's text messages come through <laughs> so you can hear what he's always like, did you see my message? I'm like, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I put it on the focus mode and I'm trying to get better. We haven't started school yet, but when we start school, the phone is going to be in my bedroom. And we're going to use, you know, we use YouTube for some of our school in the morning, but I'll just do it on the laptop and not worry about doing it on my phone because the temptation is always, always there. So mm-hmm. I can get so scattered and then the kids feel scattered and we're all just running around the room. What's happening? <laughs> yes. Keeping everyone corralled and focused. <laughs> yeah. It's a challenge. As soon as, I, as soon as I divert my attention to that phone, I might think, oh, this is, this is going to take a second. Then give them 30 seconds and then they're off doing their thing. And then I have to bring them back. Yeah. I did that too many times and I don't want to do that anymore. But did you say you had three practices? Yes. I, I know that when I get scattered, sometimes it means I have too many things that are trying to crowd for priority, like either in my, in my head or actual tasks and things that are being done. And I've, I've learned over the last years that not everything can be priority. And unfortunately, with my personality, we want to make everything priority. <laughs> my brain says it's all a priority. And I've learned through with my kids and my husband, all the volunteer stuff I do that that can't happen. <laughs> that's not that's not how it works. 
So I've learned to take moments every season is usually a best, like changes of seasons, probably the best time, you know, the beginning of school, end of school, beginning of winter, beginning of summer. You sit, I sit, I, sorry, Mm -hmm. I sit and I think about, okay, what are my priorities at this time? And those, those main ones usually never change, but those other things that come in and out. So for example, we finished school in May and I knew we weren't going to start school until August. So I had huge decluttering projects that needed (laughs) to happen. And they're just things that do not happen when you're in the middle of school. Like we tried really hard. I told my my daughter and I were the clutter people. I told her, I have 10 minutes a day. We're just going to work on it 10 minutes a day. But did that happen throughout the year? No, it didn't. (laughs) So we're, we're here in the summer and I'm like, I have weeks to work on these projects. But we didn't start those until this week, Misty. (laughs) And our school starts in two weeks. So I... (laughs) I put it off, but I said, anyway, we got done with school and I said at the beginning of the summer, and I said, we are going to work on decluttering. We're, we're going to get it done in the summer, just at the end. But <laughs> so my daughter's big project was her closet. And we just did this yesterday. But since we don't have school and I don't have a few other, like co-op is not happening right now. Karate lessons are not happening right now. I'm able to shift my priorities and pull those decluttering projects into the front and focus on those and and not feel so scattered because I know I have the time and energy, frankly, in order to do that. So we did it just yesterday. We pulled out my daughter's closet stuff and went through it, put back what we needed. I got rid of like three trash bags (laughs) and we donated two bags to Goodwill. So that was good yesterday. My other project, which I'm doing this just this week actually, is organizing my books. So all the homeschool books, everything that we read, and they're all all over the house. Like I have a bookshelf right over there that has some, there's some in my bedroom, there's some over here, there's, they're all over. (laughs) So my goal is to pull them all into the basement right here, make a nice big pile of everything, (laughs) go through it all, get rid of what I don't need, and then find and decide where are we going to store these? Mm-hmm. Where I can easily find them and what order, you know, all those things I have to think through. And that is definitely something I don't have the brain space to do when I'm doing homeschool. So for sure, I've been able to prioritize and think about priorities. And, and I change those each, each season when it, when the time comes to refocus and to evaluate all that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and you pointed out the, you know, you're using time blocks in a way, again, because the time blocks are changing. So you can pull time from one thing and give it to another. So yes, they all kind of yes. are tied together. Yes, that's right. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I know you have a great free checklist for people who are starting to homeschool, right? Yes. Yes, I do. So Anybody who's interested in just starting homeschooling or they're wondering about it, like, where do I start? Like, that's always the question. Like, yeah. and I remember when I was starting, I was like, somebody just hold my hand and tell me what to do. <laughs> and that's when we go to YouTube and or read all the books. But I thought I wanted to take a few of those main steps that we need in order to get started homeschooling and just put it in a nice, simple, simple checklist. It's, I wrote an ebook also just to kind of go with it. But if you just want the checklist, that's free. And gives you this quick steps, things like looking at your homeschool state laws, things like that. And you can find it at joyfulnoiselearning.com. And maybe Misty will drop a link in the 
show notes for that, right? Yep. Yep. There'll be a link below and it's a great resource for yeah, learning about just the different steps because sometimes we feel scattered because we haven't identified what all the steps are to do something. We're just like, it's so much. <laughs> but when you have specifics lined out, it's just easier to manage it in our head and our expectations and do the next thing. Yes. Yes. And it's step-by-step. I call it my my step-by-step guide to get started homeschooling. So it's start on step one. Like for those of us who like that, you know, some yes. of us need need that. Okay. What's step yeah. one? What's my step two? Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much, Ashley. This has been great. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Simplified Organization Show. Go back and watch part one if you haven't yet of my conversation with Ashley, where she talks about being easily distracted, easily scattered, but yet manages life with diligent practices. You can find Ashley's checklist for getting started homeschooling at the link below or visit Joyful Noise Learning. And I also linked Ashley's channel below, which is full of videos that will encourage you and help you homeschool better. Ashley mentioned vocations in this episode, and if you want to learn more about what she was talking about there, just visit simplyconvivial.com vocations to get my free vocations guide. It will help you to apply the repent, rejoice, repeat motto across your responsibilities in life.